Hi everyone and welcome to Deep in Tales. I'm your host Dr. Shadi Manucheri and welcome to the second episode on my feature on the local radio Inspire FM where myself and Dr. Amna and Dr. Walid talk about the importance of dental and oral health and share some tips and tricks on how to look after your dental and overall well-being. So I really hope you enjoy this episode and without further ado let's get into it. If you were with us before the break, you, you will have heard me have a little mini panic attack um, about our teeth brushing habits and how important it is to floss. So um, I think we'll, let's let's leave that topic for now because I think um, that, that was quite scary. Essentially, what I've learned so far is you need to brush two, twice a day, two minutes, especially at nighttime, and you must floss in between to get the different sides of your teeth. Uh, that are hidden in between. So what about all the other things? So we've talked a little bit about already about how expensive um, dentistry can be. And I think that also can kind of put um, patients off and people off from going to see their dentist because it's quite a lot of money. Um, What about seeing a hygienist or using things like mouthwash and saying kind of, well, I'll do the job. Can I Mm. butt in here one second? It's really, really important. Mm. NHS dentistry, okay. Is actually relatively dirt cheap. Okay, is it? let me explain. Oh, please. Okay, the um, UDA system, which is the unit of dental activity, just mm. a way of measuring how much work a dentist does. Yeah. Divide. There's three bands. There's four, but the fourth one is emergency. Let's put that aside. So a checkup. So if I look at you, that's one UDA band one. Yeah. It's twenty three pounds something. Okay. Yeah. If I touch you and do something, uh-huh. one filling, yeah, or one extraction, doesn't matter. That's band two, and you only pay the highest band that you fit into. Okay. Uh, that's sixty-five pounds something. Uh huh. And if I do anything that's related to the lab that the lab man has to make, whether that's a crown or a denture or a bridge, that's yeah. band three, two hundred and eighty-two okay. pounds something. Okay, so that's your okay. setting one, two, three. If mm-hmm. I did one filling on you. Mm-hmm. That's band two, 65 pounds. If mm. I did two fillings in you, Amna, mm-hmm. guess how much that is? Also 65 pounds? 65 pounds. Uh-huh. If I did six fillings on you, Amna, and took three teeth out, uh-huh. that's 65 pounds total. No way! If I, if I did oh, a checkup... I should go get all my fillings done all at once. <laughs> but who, who is the system rewarding? Me? <laughs> The, if you don't look after your <laughs> but do you see how it's actually quite a cheap system right. if I did mm. a root canal which is probably the hardest thing a dentist does uh-huh. and the true cost of a, a private root canal of a molar tooth is on average about six seven hundred pounds wow the NHS will charge you uh-huh. 65 pounds including your checkup any right. number of x-rays and the filling on top Ah. So tell me, so when patients say it's expensive, it's expensive. It's actually not. It's ridiculous. The the costs are arbitrary. They're not based on any real skills or anything. They're just made up by politicians pushing (laughs) pens. I think probably what patients mean um, is that it's not free. Um, Yes. And I think in a system where, you know, DP, NHS, hospital services are, you know, on the whole free, 
I think the comparison then looks like, well, I'm having to pay. And if I'm going, you know, for four fillings on four different times at four times 65, then possibly, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying possibly that's where. That no, but honestly, I, I would say that also on top of what Wilder is saying, dentistry itself, maintenance prevention is relatively inexpensive. What can mm. add up, whether you do private dentistry or NHS, is neglect. Mm. So if you neglect to look after your mouth and you need 10 extractions or you need five fillings or whatever that's all preventable a lot of dental disease like tooth decay is completely preventable so it should be enough motivation (laughs) for people to look after their teeth (laughs) but you know other than other than things like cosmetic dentistry if you were to have Mm. a full mouth of veneers or whiten your teeth which which can be expensive but then there's motivation to do it things like fittings and things like that is is completely preventable so if you look oh, okay. after your teeth, then you wouldn't have to pay even that. So mm-hmm. I think this is the bad reputation that we get. The dentistry is expensive, whatever. It's, it's not neglect is, is bad. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you're just going for a checkup every six months, that's then, not yeah, necessarily you're actually, anything. You're saving yourself money in the long term. Yeah. So it should so, be enough motivation for people, I think. I say to patients. Sorry. So I say to patients that, you know, unlike medical care where, uh, if you cut, if you fall ill, you catch an infection. You know, you you can't really help it. It happens. Um, most of dentistry, most of the problems and the disease are all self-inflicted. Yes, mm-hmm. there are some things you can fall over, uh, and uh, once you've had treatment, it's likely to fail at some point. There's a, a shelf life, but to begin with, uh, it's all self-inflicted. Um, yeah. So, what do you call it? Neglect. My child has said it, it's the same thing. So prevention, prevention, prevention is first and foremost, which is why the six-monthly or nine-monthly or three-monthly, whatever the, the needs and the risk uh, requires, prevention is, is the best thing we can really advise our patients. Now, uh, obviously, do. that's kind of going forward. And yes, I have learned my lesson and I do floss now very well. And with the little orange in-between brush thing, um, and all of that. Um, but do you get a lot of people who kind of just give up now and say, well, you know what, my teeth are awful. I just want a full set of veneers or, can, you know, an alternative where they're, you know, they just want that perfect white, super white Essex smile. I think I'm going to let Shadi answer that one first. <laughs> you can do but But as we were saying before, any type of treatment that you have will need some sort of maintenance. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people will come in as a joke, but semi-serious, they'll say, I've had enough of my teeth, take them all out and make dentures. It's not that dentures are the solution to everything. They're actually not very nice. And your natural teeth, as long as we can keep them, they're the best thing that you can have. If you start taking Mm -hmm. teeth out, your bone will resolve, your face will sort of sink in and you will become, you'll look very aged and it's just not a good thing. So whatever we do, whenever we, we do any sort of treatment, we try and maintain natural teeth for as long as we can. Only if we cannot save them, do we resort Mm -hmm. to taking them out and then always, always advise in the majority of cases, to replace them uh, because if you take a tooth out the bone will resorb and you know you won't have the function there and by replace them you mean like a, a fake tooth yeah so depending on the case you can replace it with something like a bridge like an implant like a denture depending on the situation mm-hmm. the clinical situation okay mm, interesting now what about um things like um uh, you know more cosmetic-y things like braces and things I feel like now it's been it's a lot more kind of acceptable um you know I think I I never had braces when I was a child um because I went and they said 
you can have braces, I had really, really bad teeth, but um, we need to take four teeth out. And I think one or two of them were like at the front and I was like, oh my God, no. You know, I was like five foot with glasses, with a list. And I was like, oh my God, I do not need, you know, four teeth out plus braces, like I will die. Um, And then I kind of got to like being an adult and I was like, actually, you know what? Everyone's getting braces. I feel like, especially like a couple of years ago, like just before the pandemic, everyone had braces. So I had um, six month smiles, like kind of clear braces for literally six months and bang on six months. I was like, take them off. It's like, oh, I think you need, you know, a couple more weeks. I was like, no, it's been six months. I've, I've had enough, take them off. Um, and But it's made like such a massive difference to kind of my life. And I feel like that's why I'm a lot more interested in kind of dental health because I think it, it it's been it's literally been amazing. Like it's changed, it's completely changed my confidence. Um, you know, I talk a lot more, I smile, I smile, I didn't smile for ages. So that must be like a really rewarding thing um for you guys to, you know, have. Do you guys do that routinely, like in your practice? It is. I, I do a lot of cosmetic treatment and especially after the pandemic, it's it's called yeah. the Zoom effect now because everyone's looking at themselves, looking at their teeth, oh, whereas before yeah. they might not have necessarily cool. done that. Suddenly they're yeah. like, hang on a second, my teeth are looking yellow, they're a bit crooked, yeah. maybe they're uneven. And with the technology that we have now, um, yeah. it's easier than ever before. You know, we do some pretty cool stuff and they're very, very minimally invasive. So just like you you were saying with your treatment, you know, yeah. you do things like Invisalign, it's a clear retain, it's a clean, yeah. clear aligner. So you don't have to have train track braces. So a lot of adults who actually have had treatment in the past, so they've had braces and maybe not worn their retainer, who, who mm. are getting a little bit of crowding, nothing severe. Um, they're suddenly like, actually, I want something because you, I think teeth and hair, these are the two major things that people look at first when they look at yeah. somebody. Yeah. Um, and it, the more people um, sort of pay attention to it, the, the better it is for us because we don't do cosmetic dentistry unless you have healthy teeth so we would always stabilize you would make sure you have nice and healthy teeth and then we would do um, cosmetic treatment and then patients are a lot more motivated when it comes to cosmetic treatment because what you were saying before about you know you go and see a dentist you have a filling on a back tooth you don't really see it you Mm. don't really appreciate it you may not have had pain so it's just like you don't appreciate the work that's been done whereas when it's really annoying that you don't have like a silver exactly yeah exactly so all you feel is that you went there they inflicted pain you paid some money and you don't know what happened Uh, whereas when it comes to cosmetic treatment you exactly as you were saying you see the difference and with something like a clear Mm. aligner you see it week by week um, and you appreciate it it motivates you and it changes it has a big effect on people's confidence personalities it changes how you sort of hold yourself and and we've had some really really like good success stories of patients coming back to see us for reviews and it's like I went for this job I went for this relationship I'm much better I'm much more outgoing um so it can really be life-changing for people yeah I think the patients are changing these days you know they're very well read uh often they they know quite a lot more than I do um (laughs) so whether it's social media or current tv or professor google they really know what they want and um, so much more is accessible to more people than it was, let's say, in my day. I mean, simple things like when we were young, if you had braces, there's a huge stigma attached to that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now, one of the biggest things children ask was braces, whether they need it or not, whether they're six years old or 12 years old, uh, because they see it as a fun thing. Uh, everybody has it. They come in different color bands so they can change it monthly. So there's no stigma with that. 
Um, I remember actually my sister used to go and get like blue and yellow and all these like weird colors and I was like oh my god whereas when it came around to me I was just like I just want like I want a white um a white wire I want the white bands and then I got extra bands and I would change the bands at home myself when they got a little bit yellow if I didn't eat the right stuff (laughs) and I was just like this is so different to like when my sister would actively go and want like bright yellow or like fluorescent green coming out of her mouth Mm. and of course then you have all these um you know uh holidays you can go on and come back with all sparkling white teeth um Mm. You know, Which that's, that's I'm, I'm guessing we do not recommend because as Shadi said, no, we, the most important we, thing are your own healthy teeth. Yes. Yes, exactly. we, we don't recommend it. And there's a maintenance uh, and uh, responsibility towards it that lands on us. Mm. But it was done elsewhere. And of course, uh, we can't ignore it either because it's, I don't know about Shadi, but for my patient base, it's becoming more and more common mm. that patients will go off on holiday on purpose and come back yeah. with 12 veneers or 12 crowns. Uh, sometimes you had root canal and I'm thinking, I don't know why you had the root canal. But then they will say, well, look, I really wanted this and I'm paying a fraction of the price I would have had to pay here. And I really, really, mm. you know, so, so you, I you think can it advise goes, it goes people. back to that concept of money, doesn't it? it it's that, that perception. That I think there needs to be an appreciation of money value investment because a lot of patients so this dental tourism is a very very big thing now and it's it's going to be a whole thing it could be a whole separate show on its own but it's basically a lot of patients going abroad getting very 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 invasive treatment done um for a fraction of the cost that it would be here but also that kind of treatment would never be done here so cases like minimally invasive stuff that we do here like braces whitening and maybe a bit of contouring of the teeth they would go full-on shave the teeth down doing root canals doing crowns yes it's cheap but you've basically signed up for a lifetime of very 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 expensive dentistry where you may end up even losing your teeth so there's a biological cost as well as a natural cost involved. And again, as Walid was saying, if you come here, very few people will touch that work because yeah. it's very yeah. unpredictable. It's usually not right. So it will end up costing you a lot more and it would be a lot more than just money that you're risking. Mm-hmm. So th- we're doing a lot of work on raising awareness on this on social media. And I'm sure and, and I'm very happy that a lot of lot more people are becoming aware of it. But still, there's 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 lots of people that go abroad and have treatment done and come back, and we have to deal with consequences of stuff that we would never do here. So, are you doing this work on your social media? So, your social media for everyone listening is going to be tagged um, on the advert on at Inspire FM um, on the Instagram page on Twitter. So, if people want to follow Dr. Shadi, um, what kind of work is it that you're doing around this? So I've created a lot of videos. So I am very active on um, TikTok, which is a relatively young social media platform. It's changing now, but a lot of it is to do with patients going abroad and patients will share their experience Mm -hmm. of here is my 12 veneers. And of course, they're not veneers. They're Mm -hmm. full coverage crowns. Veneers are just a thin layer of porcelain that cover the teeth. Full on crowns that cover the entire surface of the tooth. Is that when they shave? the teeth exactly 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 and and imagine young young patients so a video that I did that went very viral so I think it's on 10 million views now um the patient was 18 years old and she went and had 
I think it was something like 20 crowns and imagine having that done at 18 and and yeah. there's people seeing that thinking that's the correct tre- treatment it's very cheap yeah. her teeth look good yeah. I'm gonna go and get that done and it was when myself and other colleagues in the profession started talking about this that actually people were like well I had no idea because regulation yeah. of dentistry and dental profession is very very different in different parts of the world yeah. that's not to say one place is better than others but we're very 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 highly regulated here mm. and we have very strict guidelines and we have lots of eyes watching us so we have to do very very ethical treatment that's not the same everywhere else so yeah. the treatment that we would never do here for obvious reasons could easily be done elsewhere for a fraction of the cost and unfortunately unless we raise awareness and educate patients on this mm. they might not know the the risks of this kind of treatment so they can go for it and mm. again young patients having this done they have a lifetime of just maintaining really really bad dental work and they might end up losing their teeth at a very young age which is which is a tragedy so uh, that obviously sounds like it's it's definitely not worth it but are there any times where you would say that actually you know like for me I had like a lot of overcrowding on my bottom teeth and I had is it called an overbite where you have your I think your top teeth are supposed to cover your bottom teeth but mine were the other way around is that right it's an underbite Um, yeah, an underbite. There we go. I had an underbite. Um, and that I think is something that, you know, should be fixed because of, you know, how you chew, I guess, and pressure or something. Um, are there any times where you would say, actually, it really doesn't matter? Because I think actually, you know, with social media, and like you say, the zoom effect, which I'd not even thought about, where people are looking at themselves all the time and they want this kind of idea of perfect that's on social media what's wrong with kind of just normal teeth that are like a little bit crooked or have you know a little bit of overcrowding is that bad is that something that we need to fix I mean when it comes to needing this is a common question that patients ask and they're like do I need treatment I think when it comes to cosmetic things other than health when it comes to cosmetic things if it bothers you then it needs Mm -hmm. treatment what we're Mm -hmm. saying is not not to do treatment what we're saying is do the correct treatment so if you have crowding of your teeth even though it's minor if it bothers you yes you can have treatment as long Mm. as that treatment is relatively minimally invasive it's conservative of your own tooth tissue and the maintenance is straightforward so something like Invisalign the maintenance is pretty straightforward long term but if you go and have crowns of veneers done if your teeth are crowded that's going to damage your teeth in the long term so you can have treatment and you don't necessarily have to have really really horrible teeth to have treatment it could just be a minor crowding or it could be a chip of the teeth it could be discoloration what we're saying is the kind of treatment that you have needs to be relatively minimally invasive and there are times where crowns and veneers are the right type of treatment you know if it's an elderly patient who has severely discolored teeth they've had lots of fillings crowns might be the right treatment for that patient um so it's all relative um and I think anyone can have treatment as long as it bothers you. If there's something that bothers you, it could be super, super minor. But as long Mm -hmm. as it's the right type of treatment, then, of course, there's there's no problem having that treatment done. um, What I found over the years is that, I mean, in general, we always go through the pros and cons of different options, Mm -hmm. different Mm -hmm. costs, uh, trying to break it down to the patient in terms that they understand and wherever possible to visualize the differences. But uh, I found that, for, especially for whitening mm-hmm. and for decrowding, so crooked teeth, mm-hmm. whether it's something they thought about doing at 16 years old, they will still be thinking about doing it or regretting not having done it at 50, yeah. at yeah. 70, 
And even on their deathbed, they'll be mm. thinking, I wish I had done it. Yeah. Now, as soon as I realize uh, that lesson, now I come back to the patient. The first one that says is at 16 or 17 or 20. I say, yeah. look, in my experience, you're going to regret doing this for the rest mm. of your life. Mm. So why not do it now if you yeah. are able, yeah. financially viable, mm. do it now mm. and get the benefits of it for a lot longer period rather than regret whether you want it. Uh, you know, I wish I'd done it. I wish I'd done it yeah. because... Yeah. It hits their confidence hard. Yeah. You might not realize it. People might not express it so much. Mm. But it plays, you know, a, a nice smile uh, really makes a big difference as yeah. to how you come across with people. And uh, yeah. simple things like whitening as well. Whitening is really, really accessible these days. Uh-huh. And um, everyone is whitening in some way or form. Of course, you know, we had this issue with um, whitening on the high street from all kinds of people because it was yeah. unregulated. It's still yeah. not properly regulated, but it's much more under control and people have become wise to doing it in, yeah. a, you know, in a suitable setting. But so many people are now doing the Invisalign for the whitening yeah. uh, because it's so easy to do. It suits young adults because you can quickly mm-hmm. click off the retainers mm-hmm. if you wanted to for an occasion and then put it back in. Uh, almost imperceptible as you look at people. So you haven't got the metal wires going across. Um, Cost-wise, of course, it's expensive, but it's spread over a long time. Are there there better things than others in terms of kind of cost value or better results? So obviously going to your dentist would be number one and not, like you said, someone off the high street. But what about getting kind of whitening strips online or those... um, I think I've seen things where people have like a mold where you make a mold at home and you put some gel in it. No, oh my God, you're like, you're <laughs> don't like, do anything at home. Like, oh my God, don't do that. Do not do anything at home. The whitening strips are, are not actually accessible here. They're accessible in the UK, in, in the a, US. In America, yeah. So in, the U, in the UK, we can't, you can't legally have a hydrogen peroxide that's not prescribed by a dentist. So all oh, these whitening yeah. kits and things that you buy at Boots or Superdrug, they don't actually work. So what they are is they basically yeah. abrasive that will remove the surface stain so they might make your teeth look whiter initially but uh-huh. in the long term they can be quite damaging so I think uh-huh. what you should what people should do is just see how see the hygienist for stain removal uh-huh. to get rid of that superficial layer of the stain and then when they can just go for the real thing with the dentist because it's effective and you only really need to do it once so think of it as an investment as in um, once in your life yeah once in your life and then you maintain uh-huh. it so and if you've done it once it. properly yeah right. then you top up say once once a month or depending on your lifestyle mm-hmm. if you smoke if you drink a lot of tea mm-hmm. and coffee things like that so do it properly and do it once <laughs> so I, I guess then the, the main theme from today is kind of prevention is better than cure really um and the better you look after your teeth your teeth will look after you do they look after you Maybe not. They do, but yeah, you know. absolutely. <laughs> you can eat, you can function. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah very true. Yes, yeah. The no, more you so- have, mm. sorry, the more you have in your mouth, the more yeah. you have to go wrong. Uh, so really it's a case of don't have anything, then you don't have to worry. Oh, about. you mean in terms of treatments, like uh, fillings? Yes. Uh, the I more see. fillings, the more advanced restorations you have, basically. Mm-hmm. everything. I know it sounds very negative but everything has a shelf life doesn't yeah. matter who did it you know yeah. um, whether it's treatment you had because you needed it in which case you had the best option to begin with and you failed looking after that well you're going to fail even quicker looking after 
the restoration with far more complex shapes, sizes, yeah. nooks and crannies. Mm. Um, so prevention is everything is prevention. For uh -huh. my patients with the children, I start at six months, uh -huh. which is a bit earlier than some guidelines, because okay. really I'm not working on the child. Mm. I'm working on the mother or mm. the father or both, whoever mm. sometimes some take the lead, sometimes shared. Um, and I have clear, uh, you know, discussion on who's responsible. Mm. And it sounds bad to the mum or dad when I say, look, if anything happens to this child who is born perfect, it would have been your doing. What is it that you'd like for your child? And when it comes to this whole Western way of saying, well, sweets are a treat or a reward, mm. you know, really, I have to really put my foot down. And say, well, look, the child doesn't want sweets. You are training it to like sweets. And of course, once you like sweets, then you're trying to stop it from having yeah. sweets. And this child doesn't know whether it's coming or it's going. Uh, best thing is don't. Because when you when your child needs any treatment and he's crying or she's crying and you, your dentist brings out this brings out this uh, needle or the, the mm. drill or hovers over your child like a you know, and that's your when heart the will flutter. Is. Yeah, your heart will yeah. flutter. You'll cry inside, but don't cry inside. Don't go there. <laughs> so I really so, push the prevention from day one. So prevention better than cure from day one from Dr. Walid. Dr. Shadi, before we finish your your take-home message. To your dentist, don't have too many sweets and remember fluoride is good for you. <laughs> fluoride is good for you. So see your dentist. So thank you both so, so much. Um, we've literally gotten to the end of the show. We've chit-chatted so much. Uh, thank you so, so much for joining me. Um, I've learned so much and hopefully everyone listening to this will... Um, go and see their dentist and realize that you know they are nice people trying to do the best for you and the nhs dentistry is a wonderful service um that is very very reasonably uh, priced um and if you've missed any part of our show you can still catch us online at the inspire fm facebook or youtube page uh my instagram is at dr amna gp shadi's is um at dr dot shadi dot and it will all be um on the inspire fm um instagram page um or you can go on listen to the podcast on the Inspire FM website and clicking the radio show link. Um, I've been Dr. Amna. Thank you so much for joining me and see you next time. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and hopefully learned a few things. I know I certainly did. And as always, don't forget to let me know what you thought of this episode. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Shadi Manucheri. I always love hearing your responses. And if you have any requests for future podcast episodes, please let me know there. I do usually listen if there are specific requests that are quite popular. As always, there will be a new episode every week. So please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. And I can't wait to speak to you soon.